Hello, and welcome to the Dad and Buried podcast. My name is Mike, a.k.a. Dad and Buried, and I am here with my co-host, Pete. What? It's me, people can't see everybody. you. It's Step me, back. the founder of the internet. That's right. Thanks. You don't even go on the internet. No, well, I wrote the speech about the tubes on the Senate floor, so... House of Representatives. Yeah. Hell of a speech, Pete. Yeah. And I also told Al Gore that he should just take credit for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what? So you're part of the problem. You're part of the problem. Am Spreading I, Mike? Or, fake oh, news. really? Or yeah. was it my heroism when I stood up in 2007 and said, I'm not going to be part of Facebook, and everyone shunned me for that a long part of time, which is another way of saying <laughs> yeah. for a long time. It's going on, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but then, thankfully... The Republic of Fiji lost the thread. There was no, no thread. They basically came out and they said that they're also banning uh, Facebook these days. So you, okay, so you are now comparing yourself to the government of yes, Fiji in that you decided to do Facebook just like, and they followed your lead. Yeah, ten, absolutely. Ten, years later, yep. they were like, I like what that Pete guy does, even though I don't know who he is because he has no digital footprint because he's not on social media. Never heard of him, never will. And that's why we should do it. <laughs> anyway, so today we are back. It is Thanksgiving week. Thanksgiving is in a couple of days. It's not going to look like any Thanksgiving's past, just like in a Thanksgiving carol with with Scrooge, right? That's what that's about, the yeah. ghost of Thanksgiving's past. Exactly. Um, so we thought that we would lighten things up and talk about the state of education today. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what, what parents are looking for, what they think. So Pete and I both have. So Pete has a, has a has a daughter entering high school. I have a son, and you have a daughter both entering middle school. And we both have younger kids who are just sort of matriculating into the elementary school system. Um, who we of, rarely talk about. So we we do really talk about. They're a lot, a lot less complicated. Um, you know, so we're we're facing some obstacles, and we have different expectations, or certainly than what. Our parents probably had for us a good 30 plus years ago, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. We got some nice, thoughtful responses from yeah. the crew. Um, yeah. You know, you know why, Mike? You know why? Because education is really a hot button topic these days. You know why? Because what are we doing? You know, if we can't, if we can't, better, if our kids can't be better than us, then what? What's this game that we're playing all about? Well, for us, it's a very low bar, and it has little to do with education. Our kids are definitely <laughs> that's that's true, but at the same time, uh, we want our, the best for our kids, and yes. it's hard. It's hard for us as parents to know what that bar is anymore because when you look around, uh, we'll get well, into it. I don't want to. I'm spoiler. Step on your own. Uh, your yeah. own. Thing here but yeah we have we have a lot to discuss um before we get into that we did want to talk briefly about the fact that uh, it's thanksgiving in two days and we have almost literally nothing to be thankful for <laughs> in the end of 2020 thankful for uh canceled you know, thanksgiving coming to an end and the, the trump regime coming to an end and hopefully uh at this point next year we won't have to be locked down anymore but we'll see yeah vaccine should be coming out soon Yep. So maybe we do have some things to be thankful for, Pete. I'm thankful for your friendship. I'm thankful for you, Mike. I'm thankful for the fact that you've you've got a very sharp looking hat on for a change. Oh, dolphins, it's baby. Not the Sitgo uh, hat that makes Football me. Football season. Yeah. Well, there you go. Well, good for you, man. And the dolphins, you know, they're they're trying. So you got that. Going. No, 
for you? First of all, I'm not going to take the condescension. No, I'm not condescending you, Mike. They have a shot Aww. of the playoffs, and the future is bright. We will see where we are next week at this time even. Actually, they're playing the Jets, so we know where they'll be. <laughs> they'll be number one. <laughs> In the winner's circle. <laughs> so, yeah. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk briefly, I think, um, about Thanksgiving's plans, if we have any. And then we're going to yeah. dive into the hell that is the American education system and how the hell we are, are planning for our kids' futures and where they're going to end up. <laughs> so don't touch that dial. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get off. Look, who knows? Look, they may end up in a classroom. They may go to high school and their teacher may come in and they may be like, oh, captain, my captain. And it could be the most touching relationship they've ever had. And yeah. that could change the whole trajectory of their yeah. lives. It have nothing at to which, do with what we want for them. At which point the most touching relationship they might have <laughs> in their lives might be the most, you know, the most lawsuits coming right after that. So That's you're saying that Robin Williams in that movie was well, like they should do a spotlight. The Boston Globe should do a spotlight <laughs> investigation was, on Robin Williams and their <laughs> poet society. Investigate it all is what I perhaps, say. Perhaps the most overrated movie of our lifetime. I can't say I really don't like Dead Poet Society. OK, there we go. There you have it. And we're going to talk more about Robin Williams and Dead Poet Society right after this. All right, welcome back to the Dad and Barry podcast. We're going to talk about the depressing and terrifying state of education in this country today. Before we would do that, this is the Thanksgiving episode, sort of. Yay. So we, as we give thanks every week, we want to do it again. We want to remind everybody, everybody who's listening, you can subscribe on iTunes. Uh, or it's not iTunes anymore. Sorry, Apple Podcasts, um, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcasts. You can subscribe, you can tell your friends, you can leave us ratings, you can even throw us some money on Patreon and check out uh, Pete's Almost Steve Jobs outfit on YouTube and leave episode, uh, comments on individual episodes there. I'm going to do our, the quick micro machine routine where I run through the names of everybody who's ever given us given us any money. Three, two, one. Ryan Miller, MS Babine, Molly Robinson, check your kids at the door, Chris Coleman, MC Daniel, 1980, Mallory McKenzie, Tina Davis, Miriam, Rob Gilbert, Lindsay Woodruff, Andrew Sandoval, Barbara Geiger, Bill Mika, Dana Bose, Jacques Colvera, Morning Glow, Cotton Farmer, AZ, West Clark, Jennifer Wynn, Julie McCarthy, <coughs> Paula Polsky, Mary Williams, and Julie Burton. Get it. I get, get it. it. All of those people give us money either Thank through you Anchor so much. or um, mostly on Patreon. We appreciate every cent. What do you think? I mean, the, the production value on this thing is through the roof. Um, in reality, um, we've been able to actually get, uh, some gear, uh, because of it. So thank you. I mean, yeah, really, this is, we've been able to stay it. afloat, uh, meaning we've been able to, uh, record this remotely. I gotta, uh, I, gotta I meant to tell you, I gotta dip into the petty cash. Uh, I gotta fix my iPhone screen. It's a little, it's a little crack. Okay, Mike, we'll, the, uh, the take it to the board. Cash. We'll, we'll get it to the steering committee. We'll have a vote. We'll decide whether you're. Broke ass, cracked uh, screen is uh, ca petty cash worthy. So, so it's funny because the, the holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, uh, obviously this week, and then Christmas. And um, we are normally we would go to my my mom's. Um, in you and me. But we're staying home. You and me. <laughs> we're staying home um, out of an abundance of caution, as they say. Um, and we don't know yet what we'll be doing for Christmas. 
Um, and I said to my wife, I'm like, oh, you know, at least, you know, maybe we'll save a little bit of money this year. She's like, no, we won't. We have to like buy all everything for that. Usually okay, my mom serves Thanksgiving dinner. We have to buy all of that for ourselves. We have to make the Christmas if we do it. If it's like a COVID Christmas, you got to make it extra special for the kids so they don't realize they're being traumatized. We have to prepare everything ourselves. We, we're not giving nobody else takes any responsibility. It's just us. Right. It's really it's not going to be any cheaper. It's going to probably be more expensive. Uh, but that you know that's not what it's all about, Pete. Because money can't buy family. No, but what money can buy is um, expensive cars, things that you love, that yeah. you really love. I'm not I'm talking about you know your kids. I'm talking about like you know Xbox. Come on, the new Xbox. So well, no, it's the new the new uh, PlayStation. Which you know what? Look. Maybe yeah. one of these days, our kids will design the latest console in 20 years, 10 years even. Then all the kids do is learn coding today. That's one of the things you can do instead of go to college. There you go. Learn how to code. Mike, you, you're giving you that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You could be like the hacker in Die Hard where you're just like, what did you invite me here for? My sparkling personality? And he's opening the vaults. He's opening there you the go. bank vaults because he learned how to code. That guy didn't go to college. Exactly. Exactly. And there's no point in doing that. Because... There's no point in anyone going to college, right? Well, that's how okay. you feel. All right. So here's let's, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's so you explain everybody. you explain to me. So last night um, you woke up in the middle of the night, like 2 a.m., yeah. fired yeah. off a series of feverish texts yes. to me. You yes. know, the, the, the prophet. Some of which I said, please ignore. I said, please ignore those ones. Those are super graphic. You said. And he I'm said, Zenu, Zenu came to me in a dream, <laughs> yeah. and he told me that we need yeah. to discuss the education system. Both yeah. of us right now are in the throes of um, trying to figure out what schools our kids are going to be going to next year. And in the New York City public school system, you don't just go to the school that's up, down the block. You apply. Oh. It's like college. My wife has been attending all these virtual open houses to see like what the schools look like and all this stuff because you can't go the way you would during COVID. So you can't even see well, if there's okay. a cool let's, Robert Williams teacher there. Let, let's break, yeah, let's, so just to follow, you know, let's break it down for everybody. The way it works here is it's uh, in New York City is it's not exactly like if you live in a town and somewhere in the United States and you live in a district, you pretty much are going to go to the elementary. There's probably mm -hmm. two elementary schools funnel down or three or four. Maybe they funnel down to two middle schools and that yep. funnels into one high school. So you funnel, like, know funnel, where funnel. you yeah, you know where it's going to go. And then you know the different districts, and sometimes you move whatever. In in New York City, it's like exponentially more complicated because you can go out of your zone. You can go out of your school district. There's different ways. You can test into certain schools. You can – there's all these different options that you have. And, of course, with options comes stress. different choice and stress, <laughs> and you're trying to figure out. And not only that, but then you're thinking, wait. Is the New York City public school system really – is that the system that I chose for my kids? Fuck. What have I done? Have I made a huge mistake? That's the question. Have yes, I made yeah. a huge mistake? And that is so what you're we're going to start to pick apart. Not the New York, I'm not saying – Because you live in New York. No, no. So this is interesting. So, I, and I want to be clear. It's not New York specific. So forget that, right? I'm, I, and I want to I want to talk specifically – I am talking specifically about the United States though. Um, because, well, not necessarily because well, for us, I mean, what else can we speak to, right? Although you did go to kindergarten with Princess Diana, so maybe yeah, you know. I mean, I can I can speak about international, of course. Mike, come on, man, 
Look at me. I keep forgetting Look you at... lie about having grown up in England. Oh my God. Yeah. So um, I guess what my point is is, all right, what are we, what is the current state of education, and what are we striving for? So as parents, we want the best for our kids. So I want the best for my kids. And I have a I have a, a high degree of guilt around the fact that my kids I'm not able to necessarily to put them in private school. Now, what does that private mean? Private school isn't always the best, though. It depends on where you live. Well, this is I guess my point. So that's where I'm sort of coming from. Is is that even a is that even a like that's that's a very first world problem, of course, to to Obviously. even say that. But that is what I feel. I feel like I. And maybe doing my kids a disservice by not being able to put them in a school that would challenge them more. Okay, so what does that mean? But guess what? These a private school, lower school, private school, middle school, high school, we're talking thirty grand. Maybe. Oh, I mean yeah. at the low end. At the low end. At the low end. Thirty grand a year. This so just to put this in perspective, you know. Because uh, I went to, and the reason I have all these machinations about it is because I went to private school my entire school. That's why I'm a huge douchebag and nobody likes it, right? That's why you wear shirts with pineapple. However, that does explain the yacht. You know what I'm saying? The right, yacht see, like, that I have have slept so you, on a couple times, up, even though the owners didn't even know I was there. You know what you I'm saying? Like, you were like the bad guy in the Goonies who was like, <laughs> I was, I was me Chet. and my dad are coming to your town to buy I your was house. Chet. I was Chet with the, with <laughs> it wasn't the, uh, Chet. I can't remember. It was me. Troy. Chet. Troy. Chad. No, but, uh, so, yeah. So I was totally Chet, Chet, Chad, whatever. Um, science. But what I have, but it's been a really interesting experience going through the New York City public school system because it's been so good up to the, you know, it's been so good. It, and there's there's been good things and there's been not so great things. But ultimately, and by the way, you know, we did have our kids in uh, a private sort of um, uh, nursery school. In and of itself was an astronomical amount of money for sure. what it was. And, you know, like like to, to have your kid in a private nursery school till 12 o'clock in the afternoon was, we're talking multiples of that number that i just said like we're, we're, we're really close i mean it's insane to be paying that much money to have your kid in a private i nursery. agree i did not send my kid to uh to a private nursery school or or a private anything at this point and both because and, i can't afford it and because i don't want to raise troy from the goonies okay yeah. so then let's come let's 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 try and figure this out so what is what is the point what is the value then i'm thinking of what a private school education would give my kids versus a public school education. But this isn't the value is the same thing with whether you go to an Ivy League college or not. It's not so much what everybody's basically all things being equal. The main benefit you're getting is networking and potential connections to people. That's okay. what Ivy League colleges okay. are doing. Okay. Correct. That's what going to a private but, school is potentially good well, for. Being okay. able to get a connection into a better college. Within the, it's, it's not necessarily about what you learn. It's about who you know, it's, which is how basically the world works, no, no, especially no. So, during so the Trump era. A hundred percent. The high school, private high schools definitely does not work like that. They, they do not have, there's not a fast track. If you go to private high school. There is not a fast track to to. If you get a, a B university. in a private high school, you probably have a, a, a slightly, depending on, the, again, it depends. Now, the schools have pipelines, they have connections. 
to different colleges. Okay. It depends if that exists. So that is different. So that is different. So that is more around, I, I, I feel it's coming down to a few different, few different points here. One is, is just being able to teach. So one, are my kids going to get a critical, are they going to be able to do critical thinking? That is a really important factor for me. Are they going to be able to to be able to tell whether something is an opinion piece or a news piece and be able to think critically through whether it's news or whether it's their own uh, a situation or it's whatever? Harder every day. Okay, correct. It does. It is. Uh, and I'm actually, not, I wasn't being facetious. No, and I and I think that where we are uh, as a country is is a definite reflection of the last 20, 30 years of so our. You're saying the reason kids are ill-equipped to do critical thinking or, or are more likely to fall into the fake news trap or to be influenced by that kind of stuff is because they don't have the tools. They haven't been taught the tools they need to avoid that kind of stuff. No, actually, okay. they're probably way more equipped than we are or, or the generation that is that is currently of, of, of our age and a little bit younger, right? So millennials and Gen Xs and whatnot. Why? Because these kids um, have had much more experience, right? This is new for us. So think about our moms on Facebook, right? Think about- I'm always thinking about your mom. <laughs> it's hot, I know. And <laughs> I'll take like it. back to the future, right? Yeah. But I think back that's part of it is, is, you know, we have a generation that can't tell. Like, this is the generation. Remember the Nigerian email scam? It went from email scams to this. Like, that we're missing that part of me, and they're in trouble, and I think this could really work out. It's You're kind of missing, and, okay, we're, we're, we're mixing a couple things here, but the, the critical education part, the critical thinking, excuse me, is a key part of this, right? And being able to just be able to decipher valuable information okay so we'll put that aside where did this come from it came from the fact that we are now in new york city on on back to online schools so our schools are now back online yes. so what's happening so what's happening is is we're we're having we as parents are having to teach our kids probably more than we've ever had to teach kids ever right so it already happened for the last eight months in many states where uh, schools were closed, and we did online learning where the mo the moms and dads were there, and the caregivers were basically there sitting, teaching our kids. Right. Yes. As we start to figure this stuff out, part of what I'm doing is now going online, and I type in my kids' mo math module core curriculum module school, and immediately there's all this the amazing like Khan Academy and tons of videos that are just walking me through exactly how to do this math. Maybe not the same, not definitely not the same problem, but like, you know, okay. So now we have all this resource at our fingertips to be able to um, essentially teach our kids, you know, classes and, 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 and math and whatnot. So what is the, what is the value that we're getting? So you're saying, because of the internet and our easy access to this stuff and the world is flat and we all have all this stuff that we don't need teachers and school anymore. Not necessarily, not true. No, no, not, not exactly the point that I'm making, but the, or, or trying to make, but it's just, 
this COVID situation has put our relationship with the value of education and where we are. For first of all, the value of educators, right? So well, they've always been undervalued. Some, some yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But then, but then, to what price do we pay that? And and to what value are we getting out of our public school system? I think that's like really the key here, right? So when I was growing up, I know what you mean about like the problem with critical thinking. When I was a little kid, Howard the Duck came out, and I saw an ad. You can call the one eight hundred number and talk <laughs> to Howard the Duck. If my teachers had taught me how to tell the difference between a scam and not, I wouldn't have spent you know my fifty dollars of my parents' money on hold waiting to talk to Howard there the Duck. I've never even exactly. to this day I've never seen the movie, Pete. <laughs> It's just Howard the Duck. It was my damn Ele- Turkey Hill School, elementary school in Orange, Connecticut. They they dropped the ball. They let right. the ball right into it. Howard the Duck, it leads to Nigerian email schemes. <laughs> it leads to voting for Trump. Well, this is it. I mean, like, look, um, so what what are we what are we striving for here? If I'm we're, you and I are getting our kids into the next stage of school, right? So that's why it's becoming so apparent sure. to us. So, so we're we're at home teaching our kids, trying to get our kids into the next best school. What the hell does that mean? Well, what is the next best school? I don't know. Like these are the questions that we're asking because remember, what is the net goal? Well, a couple of weeks ago we did the history of parenting, and one of the things we we touched on briefly in that was that back in the day, I think it was that episode. Back in the day like in the 50s or whatever, there was a kind of a clear path to achieving the American dream. Right. You took all these steps or whatever, right? And then things kind of have blown up and gotten more diffuse and, you know, in both good ways and bad. There are a lot of different ways to go about achieving that, but also the payoff or the pot of gold at the end of the tunnel is a lot smaller and blah, 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 right? So it's kind of the same thing with education where the world has gotten wider and there's lots of different avenues. You do not have to go to college or, or be a lawyer or be a doctor to be successful. There's a lot to do it, but it makes it harder for parents like us to help guide our kids. Right. Which, which path should they go down? What are the fundamentals they need before they fork off on those different paths and that kind of stuff? Whether it's, and the options are, you know, college is a sort of traditional pathway to success, which is bullshit, I think, as everybody kind of knows these days. There's trades, which have kind of fallen out of favor but are potentially the most stable. Right. Um, and then there's, there's, you know, like I said, you could, you could learn how to code. You could open toys on, on YouTube. Yeah. You could start a lucrative podcast. There like we go. One. There we go. And that's where the real money comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Brought so, to you by podcasting. So you, you wanted to talk about this topic and I, and I put it out there to our listeners um, and we got a lot of thoughtful responses and, Basically, all this stuff we just touched on was sort of like, what are the the potential upsides? What are the drawbacks? Is it really as cut and dried as it used to be? Where is it like if you had a college degree, you were kind of you're you're gonna be you're gonna have a good job, be able to take care of a family. Nowadays, um, you know, it's impossible to like the 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 inflation and the value of things and and the ability of somebody who doesn't have a college degree and even many people who do to make a living and support their family and stuff. It's, it's a razor thin margin, right? Like people need three jobs to support their family. Whereas back in the day, you could have a nine to five job, bring down a decent wage and afford an apartment or a house. Now, you know, right. it's, mu- it's much, much more difficult. But again, there are other pathways. But the thing is, 
are those things, is that like trying to scratch a lottery ticket or are there step-by-step ways where you're going to get there? So all right, we asked our followers and I thought the first response that's throwing you a bone because we discussed a little bit about <laughs> maybe this wasn't the topic, but user unabashedly blushing says that she thinks this is a really timely topic for parents because around this time of year, you start to see family more and then you get judgmental family who is going to start to ask you which way you're going. Are you sending your kid to prep school? You know, if you don't send this kid to the right school, is she going to get into the right college and all this stuff? And that's a ton of pressure for kids, but it's also a ton of pressure for the parents, especially now. Like right now, you know, my 10-year-old isn't really necessarily thinking about where his, what middle school he's going to get into and how that's going to influence the high school and how that might influence college. Blah, blah, blah. That's what we're sort of thinking about, like right. what's the best path for him to get on to ensure future success. But it, it's really, really, really messy. But unabashedly blushing says that like these are the, this is the time of year when you might have conversations because you're going to see that aunt you don't see that often. Yeah. And that aunt probably has a nephew or a son that she's really proud of and is bragging about. And she asks, you know, what's your kid doing? And you're like, he's running into sliding doors like Tommy Boy or he's yeah. in his sixth year of college. You know, he's got a bucket on his head and he's headbutting the wall. Come on, Aunt Gladys. He's got the haircut. Get off my Dumber and the chip. Yeah. Seat. You know what? Yeah. That guy. You know what? I don't know. I don't even know how they had it, how they afforded an apartment in that movie Dumb and Dumber, but it wasn't no. a very nice apartment. It wasn't very. They, they worked huge, in a pet grooming huge company. plot hole. Thanks, Mike. It was a limo driver, and the other one was a pet company, uh, the pet cleaning company. But it didn't work out. But just back then, see, because in the early '90s, you could be a limo driver and work at a pet grooming company and have a nice apartment. Now and now, and now you need to be both a limo driver and a pet groomer. Because <laughs> yeah, that's so unrealistic that there were two Ubo. people. You you're had to kind Uber. of be one person doing both. And I think, you know, look, I, <clears throat> this is hard. This is a hard, I feel a lot of, um, I feel a lot of stress around yeah. this and a lot of um, uncertainty. And I don't know, you know, what the best course of, action is however i will say this and um, part of one of this story was so my uh oldest daughter is um uh goes to school of american ballet um and which by the way oh i don't know if i um disney plus do you have disney plus there's uh there's a show gonna be called watch mulan on it just a few weeks ago or not a show but like a documentary called on point and uh, I think she's going to be uh, be part of that. It's about. Oh the, my the, God! Can we yeah. get some advertising? Can we get some crossover advertising? Disney Plus and work out yeah. a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just they just immediately paid you to fix your screen. <laughs> That's all I need. Um, but the point is, is so it was, uh, we're at I'm at the School uh, of American Ballet and we're I'm hanging out and it's like you know the dads there are much or quite a bit older than I. They're you know whatever they're. Uh, sort of much much in a, in a different so, social socioeconomic stratosphere. stratosphere than i am um and this guy who was in his mid was in his late 50s early 60s whatever his daughter was 13 was the same age as my kid basically was saying you know my two older sons are in college i and i overheard him talking to someone because that's how I that's that's basically how I do all my conversations <laughs> and he goes you know um you know my daughter uh I put her through public school and I have no idea why I put my sons through private school even though they're in college now like he he was like it it's he 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 was basically lamenting the fact he could obviously and 
easily afford it. But the point was is that he was like, what the what the fuck? So like a status doing? thing. You just think that's what you should do. You think it's better because you're paying. But I don't reality- know if it's so. This is the thing. I don't know if it's a status thing. And this is where it comes into it, where it's what is the value? I think it comes more into the value. At some point, status equates to value, right? Like, oh, you have like a nice code and maybe whatever you, it brings a certain gravitas. But otherwise, it, it you know, when that's not, you know, it's not a premium product, you're just paying a lot of money for something that doesn't sure. really make sense. And um, there's a, um, uh, there's an author out there who's basically basically saying because of COVID, because of the shutdown, there's a whole strata, a whole strata of upper tier universities in the United States that are about to go under. And I and I I believe that because I have this like it's called the in my mind, it's called the Bucknell principle. Right. The Bucknell is a university here in the States. I don't, I don't even know where it is. I've, we've all heard it. Some of us. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where it is, but it's like I'm sure it's a great school. I'm sure it's fine. I have no problem with it. I did though look up its tuition per year. It's fifty-eight thousand bucks a year. Harvard is fifty-one. Right. So the point is, is that you're paying to go to Bucknell, and you're obviously you're going to be like a solid B student to go there, and you're going to get Bucknell and your you know, but no one's going to give a shit that you went to Bucknell, right? Oh, the no, point no, is, no. is the, the name recognition. It, yeah. right, exactly. The only point you might as well go to SUNY Purchase, which is a state school, a state university school, or yeah. whatever. Like, the point is, is go to a community college, go to a state school, because the name rec- recognition has so little these days. And and I know, I mean, I, I uh, you know, do hiring and whatnot, but like, it just, it just does, it, it has. But little effect with the one exception of the top tier schools right so if you're not in the top tier schools it it just doesn't matter what you're talking about is college versus college right whereas there's also you know you could go to you don't have to go to harvard or even bucknell you could go to suny purchase but even then supposedly you will have a leg up because of that degree over somebody who didn't right so uh, underscore Ash Cunningham underscore says he's been an accountant for 15 years after uh, being a university dropout. So I'm assuming he's from Canada or England. He said not having had a de- not having a degree has had zero impact on his ability to do his job. But he it's frustrating to know that less capable people may be higher up in the career ladder be- based on pieces of paper, meaning because of their degrees, right. right? And but then like you're saying, the extra level of that is those people all have degrees. The guy with the Harvard degree might have even though maybe he's not quite as good at his job, but because of the pedigree or the name on it, might have an easier time advancing up the ladder than the guy who doesn't have that. And it's just all this reputation. Well, there's no question. So there's no question that if you're going to go to a premier school, a top, top tier school, you're going to get a leg up. That's that's where it becomes worth. But it's not necessarily. So I knew people that went to Harvard and they weren't necessarily working harder. It's harder to get in than it is to graduate. No, no, but, 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 but don't get me wrong. What I'm saying is, is that this the 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 inflation of it all hasn't caught up. So what happens is, is everything has been inflated. So great inflation. What maybe you know, teachers are pressured to give uh, A's over B's, so their kids go into better schools and yada yada. And so what happens is you're, you know, maybe you're you're not thinking as well about a particular subject. And the point is, is that you have 
you're you're doing great inflation and and someone thinks that they should be going to Harvard when actually they can only get into Bucknell. Why Bucknell? I'm not. I'm only talking about Bucknell. Just get out of here, Bucknell. Yeah. Well, I actually kind of. Yeah. But the point being is because if you go to Bucknell, it's probably a beautiful school. I have no doubt that it is. And I bet you the experience is there. And not only that, but I bet you the teachers that are that are teach there are, are top notch because, you know, because tuition is 58 grand a year. That is why they're going to afford. And by the way, let's not let's not beat around the bush. United States top tier education is the best in the world because of why? Because everyone fucking pays through the for it now here's the other thing student debt so now are we going to get our kids ready like okay so i'm going to work my ass off i'm not going to get my so here's the best case scenario i can't put my kids through private school i just can't i can't do it right like it's just not possible now i went through private school and i talked to my dad about it and i was like dude how the fuck do you even do this and he goes because it was like it basically was like five grand a year. Yeah. Like, Shit, that's was that like a hundred thousand? He's like, no, it was. I guess it was like ten grand a year in today's yeah, like, speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was. It was. It wasn't in, all that long. No, ago. because yeah. it was in the 1890s. I'm yeah. 90 years old, and I have the complexion of a much, much you look, younger, you older woman. Yes, thank you. Um, and the point is, is that uh, we. So, back to my daughter. What am I going to do? Right. I want her to get into a high school. I want her to be in a great high school. And and um, but at the same time, I'm, we've got our our local, you know, we've got our school system, our public school system schools uh, that are actually amazing, right? Luckily, we have lots of amazing options here in New York City. Uh, but there's a lot of options, and it's yeah, trying it's to a, figure out which ones you want to go to. Pretty headache, yeah. Ultimately, it comes down to it's shifting by even starting to think about it, it's completely shifting the dynamic of oh you have to go to the school you have to go to this high school because oh, now you're going to go to this this uh, college and if you don't go to this college you're not going to get this job because everything is starting to change and it's changed you know obviously in our lifetime and in the last five but, years it's changing and so the, i think the benefits need- the yeah. benefits of that stuff and of higher education of those better schools hasn't necessarily changed, but it's gotten harder and harder and more narrow for broader swaths of people to achieve those. It's just the 1% thing, right? Like it's just the, the American dream or that kind of success is closing itself off to people who are in a particular funnel that can get there. And it's really hard to get into that funnel to try to reach your American dream, whereas it used to be the bottom used to be a lot more wide open. It just gets keep getting more narrow and narrow because like you said, Correct. College has gone up. Somebody even mentioned this. It's gone up 65 percent, the tuition, just in the past, like, 20, 30 years since we went to college, right? Yeah. And back in the day, buying, like, a two-bedroom house right. was a lot more affordable. And nowadays, so, you need to be a millionaire. Okay, so now what are we exactly doing to our kids? Are we sentencing them, right? What once was What once was an opportunity, is it now a sentence? to send your kids to college. So what? So they graduate with a possible like forty thousand, fifty thousand, sixty thousand dollars of debt working at a grad at, school. Yeah. More than that. Yeah. I mean like the point is is I don't know. Okay. So then what are we trying to do? Right. And that comes back to this whole critical thinking thing. We're I trying that's trying to get the kids 
to move out of the house <laughs> and be able to live somewhere else and, and not stop fighting and stop just brush your goddamn teeth okay dana bro <laughs> yeah. say brush your but seriously though right like but but how how much do you care so you've got three kids yeah how much do you care if if one goes to college and one becomes a Minecraft YouTube star and one becomes an electrician, but they all have enough money to move out and to rent or buy their own place and to be self-sufficient? That's what you want. You want them to be self-sufficient and you want them to be uh, fulfilled. No one is fulfilled. That's just not the way the world works. <laughs> it's just no, an impossible I, dream. I, I'll order but it. You can be self-sufficient. I think you if you can, if you can, if you can, I just need them to think critically. That's key. Because then they, if they can make argument, if they can make an argument one way or another, that's great. Okay, but, Good. but do you want, do, do you want your kid to be someone who can think critically, but I want them box? to argue in the lobby of a McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they should give them money and make a convincing argument though. So that's a good example. So my cousin Vinny, he he made convincing arguments, and he went to like University of Brooklyn or something. It's actually probably like the Bronx Law School was the joke in that movie. Yeah. But he he went into court and he didn't look the part and he didn't have the connections, but he could think critically. Pete, oh my God, I'm, it I was so It doesn't matter where you learn what you learn. You, you don't have to go to Harvard to be smart. Exactly. Not every smart person gets into Harvard. Okay. And and, and there's plenty of electricians who could have gone to Harvard. Right. The world needs disc diggers too. So I, I, Jesus, uh, <laughs> that's, that's not the best theory, but okay. The point is, is, uh, I think that there, there are things. So we talked about the trades now here's, here's an important for me. Uh, one of the things that I believe in is that I believe that you need to learn a trade like, okay, so what is a trade in this case? I believe programming is a trade that you should, everyone should learn. Like, uh, it's not even a trade. It's like a language. It's going to be a language of, of the future, like you would learn Spanish or English or French. You just need to know how to be able to communicate with My dad always wanted me to learn. Uh, he thought I should learn Chinese when I was going to college. Didn't didn't work out that way. I barely you know English. You would have been a lot better <laughs> off. You would have been a lot better <laughs> off. No joke. Um so I don't know. So this is this is it. And I think that we got a lot of I mean, there's some other amazing, really awesome uh, comments. So that we, we got. got a lot of comments about, um, you know, the debt not being worth it or I have multiple degrees and my husband doesn't didn't go to college and he supports our entire family. Um, this guy, um, C L P P E A says I'm a labor market analyst. College is not worth it trades are a better option than most a lot of these people are like i think the idea of having like a blue collar trade an electrician plumber or something like that where you can there used to be trade schools remember there's one in my town and i remember to this day there was a stigma associated with a blue collar job versus a white collar job which is an, probably an american problem i guess probably not it's a class problem that exists probably in a lot of places there's no shame in working a trade and a lot of these people who work no. trades, there's one guy here who says he has a degree and he makes more money being a team lead at Target, right? Do you think he might have been more satisfied if he had learned how to be an electrician or well, well, something that's like it. that? I mean, look, because what, what, is a, what does a trade teach you? It teaches you how to make something. And there's a skill, there's, a trans, there's, yeah, there's, a real skill. Two, all right, so there's, right? So there's money in like in finance and be a, 
like um you know i i personally feel like hedge fund managers are the fucking worst in the Pieces world I feel like, yeah. yeah i really do i feel like i feel like quants and 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 those i have a friend who are not, does that yeah and, I, he, and he's wealthy and he says to me he's like he's like it's a joke yeah he's like, he's like he puts his money away he's like this could all go up and smoke at any time. He's like, none of this makes any sense. He's like, he's the smartest person I know. He has a degree in economics and chemistry. And he's just like, he's like, this is nonsense that I get make this much money doing this stuff. It's all a crapshoot, blah, 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 blah. Like he is self-aware and acknowledges it, that it's, it's just the nonsense. Whereas a teacher even, right. but as we're talking about, or a trade, somebody with like a real skill where they're imparting something real that's really tangible or doing something tangible, seems right. to me is really undervalued. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, ultimately, trade, we're talking about, we're, we're talking about like making something or doing something with your hands or, or creating, and it's it's a little bit different like from the, the teacher. Yeah, like the Unabomber, exactly. <laughs> like you're making like a really good point. But over a long period of time that people then take, absorb into myth culture and somehow you'll get your pencil drawing of your face and that'll become the way you look for the rest of your life good, look, good looking guy let's yeah, be honest he is a good looking guy um but i think no trade is a, a really important thing and i think uh the the next most important trade will be uh programming meaning so that, that will that is that is a skill it is a thing that you can learn you do not need an education you don't need a formal education i should say to but, learn that and it is something that will um advance you but also even just the the trades like plumbing or electrician um those are absolutely by the way i think they're more valuable now than they think they've ever but something been. like becoming a programmer or a coder or like an app designer right is also a bit of a mirage right it's like a kind of thing where a kid who, who likes to play video games or who took a coding class in junior high often it's like oh i'm gonna you know create the next big app and be a millionaire where in reality you know, you're lucky if you get a job testing video games, you know, in Beverly, Massachusetts, right? So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a really depressing. I have applied for that gig. I applied okay. for that gig. I, uh, honestly, I applied for that Not gig. Not Beverly, Massachusetts. Though. <laughs> yeah, in Beverly, anyway. Massachusetts. Look, there's no shame in it. I'm not good at video games. There is shame in Beverly, Massachusetts. So, <laughs> no, that's true. So KCMWVU um, says that we don't care what our kids choose to do, but we want them to do something useful whether that's the result of going to college or a technical school. She's like, around here, skilled trades are retiring much faster than they're being trained, right? So we're running out of people right. who do those things, right. right? She says, people knock it and discount it as not being educated like we were in a college setting. Meanwhile, colleges have gotten a shitload more expensive. But if you want to learn a trade, you can be an apprentice right. for a little while. Um, I even have friends who've gone to like dental school. My, my, my sister-in-law is a dental hygienist. She did, it's like two years of school or something like that. And now she's consistently working. She's wearing a hazmat suit so she doesn't get the plague, but right. she's making her dough, right? right? And it's not, you don't have to have gone to college for that. It's no, there's no less value in doing, uh, dental hygienist does more than a freaking dentist does. When I go there, cleans yeah. my teeth. What's the dentist yeah. do? He comes in, he pokes around and he says, hey, I'll see you well, in six months. Let's, let's, let's be honest. The dental hygienist does the dirty work. In your case. Yes, and he gets the glory. And, and then he, he walks in and goes, boom. He just X's his crotch near your mouth and then walks away. Or she. So a handful, women of, people, a handful, their of, people, a handful of people said college is most valuable when you go in with like a plan and you know what you want to do. And you're like, this is going to be, you know, my path. Like this is what I, I want to be a political scientist. 
Well, liberal arts is a little, <laughs> a little bit tougher. But I you know, know I, I mean, want right? to be a political scientist. So I, I, you know, I had a liberal arts education, and it took me years after school to find like a, a stable career. My skills, while transferable, are also meaningless. So <laughs> it didn't really help me all that much. I wish I could do build something with my hands, or you know, I can plumb a toilet. Maybe I can go around and be like, if anybody needs me to, to plunge, I said plumb. Plunge the toilet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can't even do that. Folks. You just took it from like, oh, okay, Mike, that's not so bad, too. Oh, yeah, that actually makes more sense. So not right. only can I not plunge a toilet, my liberal arts education didn't teach me the words I need to know <laughs> yeah. in order to talk about plunging a toilet. Um, so, again, that's what we're saying. Like, so we're, you got to decide what you want out of it. And, like, for parents, it's one thing to be like, I want my kid to be educated. And a bunch of people did make the point that education is valuable in that it opens up your worldview. Um, and, you know, people who, who aren't educated and aren't exposed to as much stuff yes. are more likely to be closed off and intolerant, which is one of the reasons we have some of the stuff we're getting these days in a divided country, divided America. Well, it's true. I mean, I think, uh, I mean, the, the exit polls are showing that there is a certain percentage of education, education put a, put a, uh, was a factor. Let me just put it that way. Um, but let's talk about experience. So I'm not poo-pooing college as an experience. In fact, college as an experience is a crucial and necessary part of, so my kids are definitely going to go to college. They're not not going to go to college, even if they want to learn a trade. Definitely even if they want to learn it, even if they want to learn a trade, they're definitely going to go to college first, but, and then they can learn a trade after, or, or however it works. But when you say the experience of college, are you talking about the whole package? Are you talking yes, about? Yes, I'm talking, so talking about, about like, the whole package. Be a social I, creature. And no, I'm talking about beer bongs. I'm talking yes. about five-minute keg stands. I'm talking about shutting down the party, and calling people out for wanting to leave the party. That's what I'm talking You're about. You're talking about getting high and watching Super Troopers 10 times in a row. That's right. I mean, that's for me, that's like a, we call that uh, Wednesday. But um, <laughs> the point is, is that, uh, no, the, the experience of college is important. But I think what's happened, and I believe so, but you can go to a community or a, a state school or a community college and have that experience. Sure. And yeah. I, a lot of people mention community colleges as a viable alternative. And, and definitely I, think, I think ultimately, um, you know, I think the the problem is is uh, you I, and I, I, you know, basically this whole there's a whole middle swath. The Bucknells of the world are in serious serious fucking trouble because why? Because while Bucknell is an absolutely beautiful school, I can imagine in the campus charging is incredible. Too <laughs> When when someone you know when the resume comes across the desk where it says like this person went to Bucknell, it just you could have gone it just fucking doesn't matter it you like whatever GW. yeah you, you could have so Bucknell versus SUNY purchase it's like it's like there's like a there maybe a a, a a tenth of a degree right, exactly. but that's not the point you immediately go to their experience what are you what have you done what are you looking at what type of person are you what have you actually accomplished the the, the the, but the Harvard, you may not even get in the door if you don't know somebody who gets you in the door sometimes. So sometimes you don't even get that far. If you know somebody who went to Harvard or your dad went to Harvard and you went to Bucknell, you have a better chance of getting that job than somebody who just went to Bucknell did. In a lot of cases. Okay, I mean, 
certainly, certainly I have no qualms about networking. And I think that that's a totally valid and valuable Nepotes. part. The point being, though, there's no Bucknell club. Like, the number of schools that have a club in New York City are very few, right? There's like seven. I don't know. Maybe there's 10. The point is, is that there's not a lot of, you know, middle tier schools that, that are charging this amount of money is my point that have this level of networking. You're now you can, go to the, the, you can the, go to the Penn club, you can go to the Harvard club, you can go to the Princeton, like whatever those. Yeah. Because guess but what? You're paying for more than you, education. You're paying for that access, but no. you're not getting from Bucknell. And to be clear, you're so just to be, let's re recap. You're going to pay on average about five grand less then going to Bucknell, going to Harvard, you're going to pay five grand less a year. So total 20 grand less than going to Bucknell for four years. And you get a place to eat in New York City anytime you want. That's a big deal. OK, because you go to Harvard Club. and Bucknell is, a, you know, my and I'm picking on Bucknell because it's you're just trashing it. Just change the name of it. Just call it like birdcage or something. No, just have two no, syllables. No. no, there's no reason to. Why should I? Because this, there's going to be a handful of listeners who went to Bucknell and they're not going to I know. To I went to BU. The BU is probably in the same Boston BU University. BU is absolute scene. trash. You're right. So except, for the, except for the volume of students who go there, which is 30,000 undergrad, which is impossible to look Can away from. Can you name look at it. one famous person who went to Bucknell? Martin Luther King Jr. He went to Bucknell. Yes. <laughs> no, no. His bus stopped there. Oh, yeah? Then on his way all the way down to Fayetteville. And that... Fayetteville wow. University. Historic. What a historic <laughs> journey. The pit stop in, at Bucknell. Why do, I really want to know why Bucknell is the subject or the object of your ire tonight. Did you get like, no, did you your know daughter why? get recruited for ballet at Bucknell and it's you're just funny. like, they're not offering enough. Fuck these no, people. I had, uh, no, I just, it just like came in my mind as like something that was like, oh, that's a university. That's you know, true. It could, it could be anything, man. It could well, be. Look, you're, when it, your ego's writing checks that your body can't cash or your daughter can't cash. What if she gets rejected from Bucknell in a few years? How dumb are you going to feel? Maybe they're going to hear this. Maybe one of the admissions people at Bucknell is listening to this right now and you just blew it. Guess who's never getting into guess Bucknell? What? Yeah, guess what? My, yeah, my, my daughter, because we, we just like that, that kind of scratch is not, it's not in the cards. It's just not in the cards. It's just not I, in the cards. 50 grand. The 50 grand burst. a year for Bucknell. Sorry, excuse me. 58 grand a year out of my pocket for one person. Did you see a it's list? Just not the cards. I wonder, did you? Uh, do you have a dartboard in front of you that says Bucknell with the tuition? I just really, I really want to know. No, the reason Bucknell. I bring it up, the reason I bring it up is because it's it's a great example. I mean, no one's heard of, you know, some people have heard of it, as you say. It's like you've kind of heard of it. Maybe you know someone who goes there. Maybe you don't. I'm sure it's a great liberal arts school, quote unquote, a great liberal. But is it worth five grand more a year than Harvard? And so OK, and what is it? What is it about Bucknell? Is if Bucknell, if I have a two people, one person went to Harvard, one person to Bucknell, am I going to throw the person who the, you know, is that going to get their foot in the door? No. The point is, is no, this is stupid. And we got to acknowledge it. And we got to say, what the fuck is going on? What and what are we going to do with our kids? One what of the interns in my department over the summer um, went to Bucknell. And I remember speaking with him and he made an allusion to how much it costs. And I don't even know if he meant to, but he referenced it. And I'm like, that can't be right. 
because I was like, that sounds good. I mean, this guy, he looks like Wesley from The Princess Bride. He's like really yeah. meek. And I'm like, what's this guy? This guy's getting his ass kicked that he goes anywhere. That's why he went to Bucknell. It's a safe place. He went to BU. He'd be getting his ass kicked by little Pete, Pete yeah. Anderson's yeah, yeah, yeah. every minute of the day. His kid could hang. <laughs> exactly. But I could not believe how much it costs. I mean, I, yeah, everybody knows how outrageous colleges are getting. But then when you hear, which is the point of your example, when you hear of, you know, even like a top end of the middle school, like if that's indeed what Bucknell yeah. is, you hear yeah. how much that costs and you were like, what hope does anyone have? Right. Right. And Who's so not in the one percent who can. Okay. Okay. So when you say everyone, we're talking about parents. This is our job to make sure that our kids have a future. And if if we as parents look into the future and say and have no hope, then what does that mean? The hope is that the future isn't down any one particular path anymore. There's a bunch of different ways. Okay. Well, guess what? Guess guess who's defining that? We are. Right. Like we are the ones that have to redefine that process, that whole thing for our kids. And we have to figure out we have to take all the data and we have to figure out what makes the most sense. Well, and quite honestly, give them options. We have to let them know that, hey, I'm not forcing you to go to college if you don't think it's for you. If you want to learn programming instead, if you want to learn a trade, if you want to go to community college. You know, if you want to do something like that, like that's viable. Like we need to remove the stigma from the person that doesn't. Hold on a second. College. Removing the stigma from college, I mean, from programming, there is no Not stigma. From Definitely, Not if from you're listening to this and you're under the age of 18, learn how to fucking code. And if you're over the age of 18, learn how to fucking code. Yeah. Everybody, I I it's like a language, guys. You gotta that just know right. how to. You gotta know how to. Yeah, there's many and there's many languages, but just, you have to know the fundamentals of just it. Just watch the social network, and you can. You too can learn how to be a great A asshole, and then watch the news every day, and you could. You too can learn how to bring down civilization by creating your own Facebook. Well, actually, that's a great example, right? That's a good example of of basically doing something before you knew, you you know what is going We're to happen. To. Okay. Yeah, but no one knows little, what's going to happen. No one's not necessarily going to know, but but again, it comes down to critical, critical thinking. Um I I want I want my kids to be resilient. I want them to be uh compassionate or not that's com- empathetic. Rich. You mean rich. Oh. I'm no, sorry. I want them to be empathetic. <laughs> uh compassionate would be a plus. Um you know, ultimately, I think, uh, you know, I you want, want them to be, be flexible. Cool, like I want fun. them to be flexible. There's, they're already cool, obviously. I mean, look <laughs> at this. Mock turtleneck. I mean, come on. Unbelievable. Hey. Unbelievable. I just went from six to midnight with that mock turtleneck. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> oh, my God. We hit, we had so many amazing, thoughtful comments. and We, we did. We haven't read any of them. So I thought this one's good. So this is from notes from Gail. And she said, I think it depends on the kid. And we should be teaching our kids that there's no shame in being a good electrician or plumber. The problem with our modern world is a lack of good training for essential jobs. Other countries are excelling at this where we fail. College is great if your kid wants to be an engineer. I wanted to be an engineer. But could be a waste if all they come out of it with is a stack of loan of loan debt or that they're in college for Correct. five years like in Tommy Boy Correct. or six years or seven years, right? So... I think that you yeah, they need to know that other options are available to them um, and that the options are essentially equal. The, the goal isn't necessarily 
for you to be a lawyer or a doctor or whatever, or okay. even to be a Let's plumber. It's to be happy and self-sufficient. And nobody wants their kid to have a job they hate, even if they're rich from it. There's right. a fine line between, you know, being but unhappy and being unsuccessful and, and all that stuff. I, dude, I, unfortunately, I know so many unsuccessful lawyers. Dude, like that's the whole oh, point. Dude, every right? lawyer like, I've met, it's in my so life it's hates it, it sucks. Not just hates it, but you, you can also very easily not get rich being a lawyer. Well, <laughs> you can you can not only cool. get yourself into a hole, but you can then work in an industry that is like entirely reprehensible. Or yeah. I mean, I mean, or, excuse me, excuse me. Let me let me rephrase that. It's not that's not. My dad's accurate. a lawyer. You can, you, totally reprehensible. you can find you can find yourself in a part of it that is really reprehensible, like so, the technology industry or whatever. But the point being, doctors. Let's talk about doctors for one second because oh, no, it's Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving, and we're about to go into COVID. We now have a population in here in the United States that is, and as I say to my parents, what is the fucking point? You know, my parents have this beautiful, beautiful dichotomy going on where it's there. It's all about education, being smart, being intelligent, going to the right school, right school, right this, right that. But the stupid doctors, oh, Doctor Fauci, this and Doctor Fauci, it's like. That's just Dick, it's not about education. The they point, don't care about. They just want the kid to to reach a certain level. Right. And my point is that what is the fucking point of my kid becoming a doctor if you are not going to listen to them, either on any sort of scientific piece of information that they are trying to pass on peer-reviewed scientific data that is coming out of their mouths, whether it's climate change. But, Basically, by the way, we're so focused on COVID and not to be a total fucking bummer, but, and, but look, I, and, and I'm, I am the furthest, but the, we have a much, we have a, on the heels but, of this bigger problem. But. but scientists don't go into being scientists to for be money. Exactly. Doctors don't go most doc. I'm sure there's a, I'm positive. There are a ton of people who are like, the doctor path is what I'm going to do, and I'm yes. going to have private practice, and I'm going to be yeah. rich. But a fair amount of them want to help people, and they feel that kind of calling to be a doctor. So, you know, it's not they're not necessarily, I'm sure it's frustrating for them to not be believed, you know, and for the scientists as well. But, you know, a doctor, like, they help one person, and they're like, all right, you know, that's sort of what yeah, I'm in Yeah, time for. to go home. They have yeah. one person. They're like, oh, <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm done here. I feel like I really nailed today. I gotta go. When you when you decide you want to be a doctor, for most of most people, it's a sacrifice to know how long you're gonna be in school, how long it's gonna take before you get money. The problem with something like a lawyer, or even just with something like going to college, is we have been taught that if you become a lawyer, you're gonna be rich and have a great job, and if you go to college, you're gonna good job and you'll be successful. But that's not the way it is. Every lawyer I know hates it and has switched careers, as opposed to my dad, who had like a private small town practice and that kind of stuff, which was a different era. But kids, guys our age, right. several of my, my friends became lawyers and were like, this was miserable. They, either they went to a big firm and they're busting their asses for 80 hours a week for like three years. They're like, I hate this, right? Or they, or they switch gears completely. Or you go to college now and you're like, just by getting that degree, I now know I have like a baseline of how much money I'm going to make and I'm going to be fairly successful and that's just not the case either way anymore you're not right. necessarily going to be rich and happy if you're a lawyer and you're yeah. not necessarily going to be successful 
and happy if there's just a million different ways and i think you need to figure out what is going to work for you and that's one of the good things about right now there are a lot of different options there's options where you can just be like fuck it i'm going to suck it up i'm going to do this and i'll be fine unless you know i don't know military like that like if you want to join the navy and be a pilot or whatever like or go in the army you know, you know what you're going to be doing for, you come out with some kind of skills, but <clears throat> I don't even know that they're having a great time. But sometimes the stability and the structure of that kind of thing can, can be appealing to people because I think you don't know what you're going to get except debt if you go to college or whatever. There's no longer the A to B to C, right? Now it's A to B to who the fuck knows where you're going to yeah. end up. You might end up switching gears. You might not go to college. You might go back to college, you know, 10 years in. A couple of people said that. They were like, at yeah. first I didn't go to college or... I went to college and I switched gears or I did all this. It's just everything is sort of a mess right now. There's no there's no set paths anymore. And that's both a benefit and a uh, and a per, and a problem, I think. Yeah, I think I think the big takeaway from that is really that um, if you're in the Navy, you're you're on boats. But if you're in the Air Force, that's that's really no, 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 no. In Top Gun, they the, are Navy if you remember, the Air Force goes up up here and then. If you're in the Navy, it goes blah, 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 on the water, and that's how you can tell. Check out the big good time brain education. I'm <laughs> uh, top Gun, they're Navy pilots, all right? So you can shove it up. Shove it up. I want to. I want to. That's where, exactly <laughs> where it is right now. <laughs> Despite you, your best okay, real, real quick tangent. Nobody mentioned this. It didn't come up. Um, would you want your kids to join the military? Um, I would be more than happy for my kids to join the military if that's something that they wanted to do. Well, that's uh, the thing. They got to choose what's right for them. And yeah. you've got to set them up. Like you said, you give them those critical thinking skills. You give them as much of a foundation and a base in the kind of stuff they need to know. And a lot of people complained that kids don't get practical life schools anymore in school. Yeah. You see this on Twitter all the time where it's like, you know, why don't we teach kids how to like balance a checkbook instead of like teaching them how to square dance in, yeah. in, in music class or something like that. And I'm sure once Betsy DeVos is out of there and we get somebody who actually, you know, was a teacher and knows yeah. what they're doing, maybe, maybe the curriculum will change, but it's been the same for 50 years, but it is a good question, but I would have never wanted to take home up and not home ec. Did you have to take home ec in your school? No, no, not. And, and, um, I think that would have probably been good. Um, I, in fact, I think you, I took woodworking. There were some, there were some hands-on. But, but very glancingly, right? Like yes. You took like one quarter or a semester of it, yes. and you were like, all right, I got that off the books. I don't have to do that anymore because I'm going to college. I don't need to Yeah, do I'm this, out of this right? podunk town. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, I think, I think uh, it definitely is up to your kids. Look, this is for our kids. Our kids are going to be. All about the kids. The next, yeah, it is all it is all about the kids, isn't it? I mean, that's kind of what we're doing here. That's kind of the, the point of what this whole thing is about. It's not us. We've we've kind of been through it. I think we're a little bit. I think a little bit we're lamenting our own experience because sure. we 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 probably were were on the top end. We were lucky enough to be to just kind of skate by on the top end of it. We weren't really in the thick of it. I feel really bad for people that are 10 or 15 or 10 years younger mm -hmm. uh, than myself. I think that they've got a really 
shit deal. Um, and I think, yeah, you know, those people were like coming out of school right when the huge economic downturn happened in like 2008. And it has it now has not recovered. It has not recovered. And, you know, you, you things just simply don't make they just don't make sense. You know, it just this is the point. The point I'm trying to make, the point of this this podcast is education. The what is the if we just ask, if we get to the core of it, why? What is the point of it? What are we trying to do? At a certain for a long period of time, it was a very straight trajectory. You get a better job. Obviously, our kids are gonna my kids will be educated, but to what end? Right? Well, does well, it see, mean that thing, does though. it mean that I have to give up my entire worldly earnings for them to earn a job just to, just so that they don't have crushing debt only for them to earn median but like i don't know or, or or what or do they assume the debt and then i set them off on a on a journey of of debt or do i do i take them and i say we're going to do something slightly different are we going to do something different but education used to be an end in itself right Learning about the world, knowing that stuff that used or, to be. Now or, it's just or how about another this? tool to equip yourself with to try to make more money later. Or how about this? Richest nation on the world, is it a right? Is it a right? Do we owe it to ourselves to be, a, to, be to, to pay it back and to have the level of education. By the way, I would, I would, I would say that there probably definitely are state schools and, and schools that are, have no tuition that have that caliber. However, and by the way, the United States, bar no country in the world has the education level of the college, university that we have. Why? Because everything costs so much. So we bring talent from around the world. They the become problem a thrift, is, though. The problem is, is that there's a disconnect, right? Just to to that point. And actually, you're probably better off if you have European citizenship. Um, you son of a bitch. Well, I, you know, but it doesn't matter because if you're British, you're fucked. Um, because yeah. you're you're you're, no you're in locked that. in, locked yeah. in, you, you <laughs> dick faces. Um, but meanwhile, in the rest of Europe, you can really go around and 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 um and even americans like to be honest with you americans. as a, as an american i can go uh and study at the sorbonne and pay basically uh, half of what i would yeah. pay bucknell half well, of what i would pay bucknell at the sorbonne so this was one of the things sorbonne. when we started talking about doing this um topic i think one of the things i said was you know, it's, it, it might get political. And then also, like, I think a lot of it is just the function of American society and the, and the capitalistic society we live in. And everything in America has just gotten just the, the opportunities have narrowed. The price of everything has gone higher and higher. The middle class obviously doesn't, ex I don't doesn't think exist I don't, I don't think anymore. I just think education is what's happening in education. A large part of it is a symptom of that, whereas Bucknell should not cost. $58,000. And right. it's not just because Bucknell is like, hey, we're going to charge more. It's because the whole ecosystem allows for all that stuff to go up and up and up and up and up. And, and as a result, the people who have access to it shrinks and shrinks and okay. shrinks and shrinks and shrinks. So I don't know if it's, I, I don't, I don't, I don't blame it on the rain camp, uh, capitalism per se. What I blame it on is, uh, is a disproportion, right? We're out of whack. 
Yeah. That's that's the point. The point of Bucknell. Why Bucknell? Because who the <laughs> fuck gives a fucking shit about, about Bucknell? No one in oh, the world gives yeah. a – you come across and someone's like, oh, hi. I mean, by, it's just a good story. Um, my, parents, my parents were in some, uh, like, northeast uh, town. Maybe it was Maine. I, I can't remember. They were That's in some, some situation in the summer where they were introducing themselves to new people. And everyone in this one group that they were introduced, and this was like a random house, like there was, we were vacationing or something. I can't remember what the city, what the story was, but everyone. So they we're talking about old people, all yeah. the way to young people. They would all introduce themselves by the school they went to and the year they went to. Hi, Abe, Yale, ninety-four. Uh, hi, uh, Greta, Yale, uh, you know, Princeton, Greta. eighty-three, or whatever the fuck it is, right? The point is, is that they they actually it got to here is a here is a, a just a slice, just a quick story about how people identified so closely to where they went to school that they, you know, fucking fifty years. But it's year, only the people years. that went to Yale and Princeton okay. and stuff that do that. All right. Because exactly. that's their whole value is their whole okay. personhood and value as a person is wrapped up in their status. And that kind of shit. So that that is just a slice. That's just like okay. That's the point. Is you you would never do that. I would never do that. I went to BU. I would never. I've never said BU. I've never. I don't think I've ever told anyone I went to BU. Yeah. I'm like I don't even know. And I think my parents paid a lot of money. People would uh, laugh at you. They would laugh at me. Terrible. They have. And I'm fortunate enough. I have to say, I'm fortunate. I'm completely fortunate enough, and I realize how fortunate I've been in my life, and I cannot believe how lucky I've been. Privileged. Privileged, yeah, a hundred percent. And and what I'm doing is, I feel like I'm reconciling with that, and I'm trying to figure out how uh, how to take the best. Because by the way, there are so many amazing things about the New York City public school system oh. in general. Um, in a, in a, in many many different ways, and there's things that are that are really like not great. So let's just take for example, like just straight up like the conditions of the buildings, right? Like I wish my kids didn't have to experience the bathrooms <laughs> that they experience. That's all. That's it. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. I've heard uh, there's a couple stories that my kids have told me, and they've just been really innocent, and I've just had to turn my back and been like, what the fuck am I like? I almost brought to tears. Location, but location, location. Everything else about it is incredible, right? Like you have the the diversity of 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 um, yeah, just students and parents and citizenry, whatever. It's cool, and 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 I really believe that it's the right. They're they're learning just as much, and they're if not more. Um, so in the liberal bubbles here in in New York. Yeah, they are liberal, but you'll be surprised. It's not that liberal as well. There's lots of not oh, sure. liberal, and that's you know cool. What? That's cool. Americans aren't just red and blue. We're purple, too. Look at you, like Grimace. Just like Grimace. Like Grimace. You call me fat? No, I I'm calling a lot you of pudding. a hamburger. I'm eating a lot of pudding because if the, if I collect enough pudding, I get freaking fire miles, and I get to go to Hawaii. Oh, look at you. I Reference? Yeah. Is from Punch Drunk Love. Look at you! The dude knows. Punch Drunk Love is a fucking great movie, by the way. Yeah. And and by the way, almost as good as Uncut Gems. You not like almost, so? not sorry, not almost as good. 
better than better than uncut gems i agree but but like uh uncut, uncut gems. gems was really uh Terrible. it was it was frenetic <laughs> it was frenetic yeah yeah it was you leave that thing and you're just like i have a headache i'm super stressed out but it was entertaining you know what just like this episode yeah <laughs> that was actually look at you put a little button on it i appreciate that we want to thank everybody for listening if we didn't get to your comments um that's because um we really couldn't understand them you guys are getting left some really sophisticated and intelligent comments and we just wanted to talk about uh bucknell and take a huge shit on <laughs> all, yeah. all episode long if you're from bucknell let me know no um, you know what I'm, if you're from bucknell congratulations to I you i want to know no i want to know if you're from bucknell justify uh the price tag okay just saying give me some what are the, some of the perks of bucknell and in exchange i'll give you pizza address so you can send him a bag of dog shit there you go all right happy thanksgiving one and all i prefer flaming if you send it <laughs> so as always you can listen to us on uh, apple podcast spotify stitcher everywhere you get your podcast check out individual episodes and leave comments on youtube if you want to see what we were wearing Throw us some money on Anchor or Patreon, and please don't unsubscribe if you went to Bucknell. All in good fun. We really don't know anything about you except Pete knows a lot. He's been studying it. I don't know why, but I really nothing would be better if in like five years one of your kids goes to Bucknell. I really I hope I remember this. That would be great. That would be great. <laughs> it would. Poetic All right, stuff. thanks everybody. Happy See you next time.